forgotten. I'm currently not here right now, so just leave your name and your phone number, and I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can. Oh, I gotta go. My chicken is burning. Thanks. Bye. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. And for the second time, you are listening to the one and only, the reason why Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber broke up. Yeah, Greg, why you got a smile? <laughs> and why Rihanna is performing at the Super Bowl, the Diary of a Mad Jonathan podcast radio show, the only. Ah, here we go again, <laughs> getting scared. Radio show that will make you say, I'm just saying. Yes, thank you, Los Angeles Clippers, Lakers. The Dodger Stadium. So far. So far. Crypto Arena. That's Camille Clappin, by the way. That's Camille Clappin. Although she's not here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program. And first up, before we start the show, my January has been a big bang. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know? Oh, look at you. I know you do us too. The, the reason and, uh, the dinosaurs left. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a big bang. Damn. And speaking of big bang, you know what I also did? I got rid of a lot of unnecessary and negative people that I know, thank you, TED Talk over here, won't lead and bring progress to my life. So thank you, next. We will cremate you. See you in the funeral home. We're all hoping here at the Diary of a Mad Jonathan Network that your new year has been well so far. And what about yours, Greg? Oh, oh. good. <laughs> kind of choked there for a second. See, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now. This is the second time we were recording because I was having a cough attack. I was choking on my own saliva and Greg is choking on his own saliva. Oh, uh, it's not my saliva. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, Jocelyn, you heard this. Uh, how's your January so far? It's good. Good. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure things out no nope. you know work-wise but do you um, know what a distributed property is no oh damn going back to middle school yeah. um <laughs> so everything is good though one to ten yeah overall it's probably a seven seven yeah uh, still a c but yeah <laughs> well folks a few more days and it's almost february or as we all know the love month are you excited for the love month i don't know give me a fist bump yeah. you know what give it give that a round of applause just <laughs> i didn't even say anything. the two of us uh, you know what this means, right? Are you excited? Oh, you know what? Hey, hey, that's, I gotta follow through the script. But you know what I mean. You know what I. You know what this means, right? All the cheesecake factories, all the Olive Gardens will be fully booked. All the dudes will be stocked up with the rubber. If you know what I'm saying. You know, you know what a rubber, the condom, okay, yeah, and you know, probably, you know what else will be long? Not like that. Uh, <laughs> the line at the gas station, because everybody's buying them little pills to wake up your friend. You know what? At the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't just say Viagra. And also, the thoughts and the hoes will be awake, partying. This is like a, a Christmas for them. I'm just saying, so let's give it a round of applause for the thoughts and the hoes out there. This little motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce to you the Mr. Hotel Operator himself, Mr. Lawndale Councilman, the one and only Mr. Gregory Smores. He's Smores? Hotel Operator. Howdy, host howdy. I forgot the lyrics. Coast to coast from market. Room service. Um... <laughs> Greg, how are you? I feel like you act like we don't talk every day, but how update people with your life. I'm good. I'm just trying to... Uh, you said that already. Say, say something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just trying to figure things out, you know, because um, 
since I've left the job we were at together, mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot moving forward, and I just want to figure out. It's easier for me to move on from things now, because you have to get that one push that really. What? 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 Wait, wait! Wait a minute! You have to get that one push. Excuse me. That uh-huh, gets you America. moving. That gets you moving again. So, yeah, I'm just trying to look at all my options and uh, see all my opportunities. Very good. Very good. Well. Let me tell you what happened um, with this. Uh, How's 20- your January? My January has been well uh, so far, so good. I can't complain. It's it's a it's a weird feeling. This it's a good weird feeling for me this January. But let me tell you what else is good. Um, I really sometimes I look at how many people listen to the podcast. Yeah. We, we we have we we have a good review just for one day. This is like a big like progress like i was like wow this many people listen to the first episode of 2023 so to all of you that have listened you already know greg you already know i ain't even thank you consistency consistency that's right um thank you again for your loyalty and just listening to the uh, diary of a mad jonathan podcast radio show uh i also want to uh share what had happened i was going to do a monologue and i deleted everything and so i'm just going to share that in the next uh, episode i i want to share what had happened my dream first when i woke up this morning Usually I tell the team or I tell you, you Greg, first, like, what am I going to be talking about? But I wanted you to be surprised. This morning I had a dream. Not like the Martin Luther King, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, I had a dream. I was I was still in bed in my dream. I was still, I, I was, I was funny because I woke up today and I told my mom, it's the weirdest dream ever. I, I don't know. I, it, it felt, you know, you ever had a dream that felt so real? And, you know, not that kind of dream. Oh, <laughs> Not wet dreams. Stop it. <laughs> but you know. But you know I'm what saying. I mean. Yeah. Okay. How, how about this? You ever had a dream that felt so real? Yes or no? Yes. All right. Definitely. Didn't we talk about this? Yes. Damn. Yeah, we did, huh? I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm so what happened in your dream? I'm just end this episode then. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I had a dream that I was laying down in bed. Then I hear a lot of construction workers outside yelling. And remember, I was talking. So I was mad when I woke up. I was mad. This isn't a dream, okay? I was like, who is like doing the hammer and all that? My landlord came inside the house. Not like that, not that kind of came. But she came inside the house and said, Oh, Jonathan, I do construction in the house. Make it bigger. I was like, wait a minute. I think I left my conscience. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. I just had to put it there. I told the, then up. I told the landlord in my dream, we just did construction during Thanksgiving. What are you what is doing what are you doing this unnecessary uh construction? Like it's for the better. We're gonna make the house bigger. And I look at my mom and dad and they just kinda shrug. And guess who were the construction workers were? Guess who they were? Mo, Larry, and Curly. <laughs> Swear to God, the three students was working on my house. It was the weirdest dream ever. And guess who was the first person to approach me? Mo, Curly, Curly. Hey man, where's the restroom? You know, and I, you know why? Because I was watching the Three Stooges last night before I was going to sleep. Uh. But it was just weird that it felt real and. It, it felt like I was so close it, to her. Yeah. It blended your real life situation <laughs> with. <laughs> Fuck. I was like. And I just, when I woke up, why was the three stooges working in my house? And uh, what's his name? The the, the, the fat one, um, Mo Larry. 
Mo, Larry, and Curly. Larry. No, Larry. No, Larry was the um, the curly hair. Am I right? I think so. Curly. I haven't was watched cur- it in yeah. forever. But do you think the Three Stooges are funny? Yeah, they have some. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll be right back. Can't get enough of Diary of a Mad Jonathan. Well, guess what? Listen and follow now on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Well, I'm just saying. And we are back. Wow. You finally did your job, right? Damn. Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? So, I was laying down in bed one day. <laughs> and and I I wasn't watching Pornhub, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and I just started thinking about life again. I don't know. I'd be having these random moments. I'm so weird. And I was just like, what episode should we do for season four? And I, you know what? Let I I think uh, well we 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 talked about depression already. So stop crying, man. But I want to, and I just had flashbacks with life, like. Like, look how far you've become, Jonathan. Like, you're good now in life. Stop touching my legs. Um, so now, um, I wanted to talk about the lowest point of our lives. <laughs> We're talking about lowest points of our <laughs> lives, and you're laughing? Greg, I could die tomorrow. What, what? What's so funny, Greg? What's so funny? I don't know. That's so funny. Me, just me laughing for no reason. Oh, okay. Well, you know. You know, I have these. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, you laugh at anything. <laughs> Let me tell you something, guys. <laughs> Jocelyn and Greg, we went out. And that's his girlfriend, by the way. Who's one of the hosts here? But you don't hear her all the time because she's busy. One of the host. Host. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Not like that. But you know what I mean. But she. <laughs> we went to. Um, and they kidnapped me. They said, you want to go get ice cream? We went all the way to 30 minutes to Anaheim. And. Um. I was, we were sitting down at the table, and Jocelyn already looks annoyed because Greg keeps laughing. Like you, your dude laughs at anything, <laughs> and ever since that, Greg just keeps laughing. Just, <laughs> I don't know. He ain't even see me naked. He's just laughing already. Anyway, what we were talking about here? We're getting, oh, the the lowest point of your life. <laughs> getting out of topic, and um, how we dealt with it. How we dealt with it, and I don't know. You ever think about that sometimes, Greg? Like yeah. Last point of real life. By I the think, way, uh, if you hear a loud noise, we're in Camille's house right now. She does <laughs> use her backyard. So, C-Mills, thank you again for letting us use your house to record. So, go ahead, Greg. I don't... Uh, I think I don't realize I was in a low point until I think about it later on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for me, it's... I think I just let it pass through me and then... Later on, I'm like, actually, I was actually. Do you think lowest point, low point of your life has an age, like it chooses an age, or it's? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like lowest point is like around your twenties. I think your late twenties, because most people. Well, I've heard a lot of people say that in your late twenties, you kind of figure out who you are. I've heard someone say that if you don't change by your late twenties, then like if you don't, just kill yourself. <laughs> if you don't like change in a way, like. You become whoever you are by 30. I think that's who you're going to be the rest of your life. Oh, Hopefully. my God. So if you're a loser at your 20s and don't change to your 30s, you're going to become a loser for the Because well, I feel like your 20s, you're going through so much. You're figuring out who you are. And once you uh, figure that out, you become... Mm. By 30, you're like more comfortable. And if you get too comfortable, then you become... You stay... I'm sorry, but I think you become more... I don't care what people say, though, but... 
um, I think um, you know how when they say you're, you're supposed to be mature, like around your twenties. I think you don't really get mature till like you're thirty or forty. Uh, I don't know about mature. I think maturity is just like I think maturity is just you know uh, how to act in the situation. Yeah, don't cry. It's okay. How to act according <laughs> to the situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas some people they still joke, but it's like acceptable for them. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. if you make a joke about. You know something that's serious. People still acknowledge it because that's just you. Thank you. It's your way of. Thank you. Uh, your mature way of doing it. Yeah. Um, let me tell you the lowest point of my life. Oh, I didn't ask. I think I've, I'm, I'm just said, kidding. I'm just my, kidding. Go ahead. What did you say, bitch? I'm just kidding. I was about to knock your ass. Out. <laughs> I was going get. Ooh. Yeah, like, hey, ooh. I'll bring you the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was. I think I've shared this story before. This was when. Uh, when around high school, no, no, sorry, not around high school. After high school, this was around college, when I just felt like all my bills were piling up, and I didn't know what to do, and I was getting no help from my mom and dad, and I wasn't asking for any help or assistance, and that's when my dad did something to my, oh my gosh, like forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. But you know what I mean. I think I've said this before. I think he just kind of. Put all my student student loans on my credit card without my permission. I remember just being dropping dead in class and asking to leave early and calling off work two days in a row because I didn't know what to do. I was so lost. I didn't want to tell them. I did. I I did confront my dad at that time. Like, what did you do this for? Huh? We're, I'm. You know, I'm the black sheep of the Asians. Like, I have to work hard. And from there, I just felt like I didn't had any money. Um, I don't know how I was doing it. I don't know how I was. I was grateful that I wasn't paying rent at that time. But I remember when around 2017 or 2018, you know what? I got to get me a second job. I got to get out of this depth that I'm in. And from there, I was able to get out. I remember crying. The diary of a mad Jonathan doesn't cry. I make people cry. You know what I mean? It was just weird, Greg. It was just a lot of stress piling up. It was a, the stress was really piling up. And the fact that, I wasn't asking for help. I think that really affected me, though. Like, now that... You know how you're... If you're financially stable. Like, I know it doesn't look like it because we be splurge, we splurging on dumb vinyls and all that. But it's like now, like, okay, I'm set. I'm good. That's why I quit that one job that we were in that we don't like that we want to burn. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Still want to burn it. <laughs> well, get ready, everyone. I'm just but how did you... Uh overcome it um i think i like, just even though you had the second job which helps <coughs> that pressure is still there though isn't the it? pressure was there so i think what i did was you know what i just had to face it this is my problem so my best friend was kind of there um like you got to do what you got to do like you know uh did you have to make a well you had to make sacrifice your time though, i right? had my goodness, I did not get any sleep time. at all. Remember that, Greg? I almost I I got sick that for like a week or two, a week and a half. I didn't go to work, and the doctor was like, "You know what? You just need to stay at home because you're tired." And I did, but you know what? That paid off. That shit paid off. So let's give that a round of applause. I think you just gotta really priorities. That's all I think of now. Prior- priorities. Was your. Uh did you talk to your best friend a lot during that time? At that time, yes, because I was already working yeah. at that job. 
and I was was that the only person you talked to? Um, with my problem, yeah, 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 I was because nobody really knew what I was going through at that time. Nobody really. I don't know. I don't like venting about my financial issues sometimes. Yeah. Not, I don't have any more financial issues. Everything's been solved, by the way. Thank you, FDIC, Wells Fargo, <laughs> Bank of America. Does it feel a little like embarrassing to... I don't want to say it's it. embarrassing, but it's like none of... It's not everyone's problem, I guess. Like, it's my problem. I got to yeah. solve this my way. Like, I'm just saying, my mom and dad will not be here. Even if they, if, even if they provided me with help, Yeah. but that help will not be there forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did. That's why I didn't. They have, for God's sakes, my mom and dad has their own problems. You know what I mean? I keep saying, you know what I mean? You know what? The Diary of Mad John and Radio Show, the only make you, only show to make you say, you know what I mean? That sounds good too, huh? That was the oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> what about you, Greg? What was the lowest point of your life? Uh. Stick around. We'll go over to commercial. <laughs> no, I think, uh. The year before pandemic, I think, to 2019. To 2019? 2019. You said 2019. What year was it? I that? think it was 2019. 2018, 2019. It was like the year uh, right after... What are you screaming, <laughs> The bro? year after my grandma had passed. Because uh, I remember that was like a whole different experience for us as a family. Um, and then I remember also the job we were currently at. I had... Um, Where's my eggs? Had cut cut my hours. So during was, the pandemic? No, the year before. Pandemic. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. It was or either the year or two years before. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, I just remember uh, financially, I was in a good spot, kind of like you, I guess. But you were financially on a good spot. Wasn't in a good spot. Was not okay. So, but I remember the the problem is you know how managers are over there. Which one? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> they uh, so they put me in an area I really didn't want to be in. Mm -hmm. Which is market area, you know, like, and they were telling other people that I requested to be in there. So, like, on top of that, I was mad because, you know, people were just spreading a lie, basically. I didn't want to be here. And every time I tried to talk to a manager about, like, my hours, like, the hours I could work, they wouldn't get, they would go missing. You know what I mean? Like, Wait, oh. Did you like, speak to HR, too? Uh, I knocked on the door a couple times and they weren't there. Well, she's always gone anyway, so what's the point? <laughs> so and guess what? I don't know. I don't know whether they were. She's gone at that door now. <laughs> ah, anyway, no, no, that's that's what I'm leading up to. Oh no! So I, uh, <laughs> I um, yeah, I was just financially and emotionally, I think, in a bad spot because I didn't know what I was doing with my life. I didn't know where I was going. I yeah. didn't know how do I get out of this. On top of that. I had a friend who, um, well, I didn't, I was, uh, who was kind of making their financial issues my issues by, I have like a, how do I say it? A, a phone plan of oh, friends. And one it's was, a hand. Okay. <laughs> and one was not paying it. You know what I mean? So on top of the whole job thing and the emotional thing, it was like going into my funds. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just trying to figure that out. Piling up. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, that job put me in the coolers to make it worse and i hated the coolers at that time yeah i was like what is this you know like this and that and you, was was, a, you were in antarctica all day yeah i was forced to be in there and then uh you remember you would scream too in the freezer uh, <laughs> just saying but uh eventually i basically <laughs> did what you did it's like 
It's your problem. Deal with it. That's right. I kind of, I didn't talk to anybody too about it either really. Were you embarrassed or is it because, well, you tried telling someone at work, but like you said, nobody would open their door. No, it's not that I didn't like, was embarrassed or anything. I just was like on the point of, do I leave this job? You know what I mean? Like, but I felt like I was, if I left it, I wouldn't be able to work anywhere else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then, uh. One day I was in the coolers and I was there. Was you know who already there? No. Oh. Um, Damn you. So yeah, one. My ear, <laughs> fuck. Okay, continue. So uh, I started looking at my opportunities in that spot. So I just said, "Well, none of the managers like to go in here." So I literally have this spot to myself, and I'm kind of introvert at work because nobody really know- knew me at the time. Mm-hmm. So I just started doing the work. And I started getting comfortable in that spot. And I figured out how to learn every situation in that spot. I don't know. It just kept me busy. It kept my mind off of the financial thing. And eventually, they gave me more hours because I was thriving in that spot. To the the point of they couldn't do it without me. Mm -hmm. And I realized I turned that spot into like my own like monopoly. You You know know what I mean? uh, You already know. Because they can (laughs) do it. I don't know what a board game has to do with this, but... I monopolize that position, mm. meaning no one else does it better than me. That's right. And every time, like, I just did it to the best of my ability. And emotionally, it helped me because I learned how to be more responsible. I taught myself basically a good work ethic by trying to do that job to were the best you, of my ability. Were you doing things that other people weren't doing before, whoever you replaced? Uh, you would say, I did it better than them. I would say so. Damn, bro. Conceded. Because yeah. <laughs> there we No, because even uh, vendors that came in to deliver like milk or something, they were saying this is the best it's been. Eh? You know, like you t- you take really good care of it. That's right. And they would say other stores are sending 30 crates That's of, right. of expired milk. You only send two. So if you're listening right now, <laughs> I know you folks are listening to the old job. And here's the best part about there it. There we go. There we go. He's about to, here's about to the cut best you guys part. out. He's about to cut you guys out. Go ahead. There were so many managers that like, were trying to tell me how to do it that I knew didn't know and they were trying to put pressure on me this and that and by the time I left none of them were working there. damn which clean. means if you work put in your best work and you know what you know damn no one can really tell you anything you're like the you clean Eastwood they all they all yeah you're like the tri- they're all gone you're like the clean Eastwood and at the end of the day you know. still hands well only one was gone well they're still there but she well technically she got fired but nobody <laughs> <does that. laughs> I don't care what y'all say she got fired I don't give a damn what you guys say she got fired nobody liked her just saying and I think if I would have let that get to me I would have quit and you know the person that replaced her is tr- still trash <laughs> <laughs> no but I'm saying if I would have quit if I would have quit in that moment I probably would have been still at a low point maybe I think now, Gregory. Because I learned how to get out of that moment, uh-huh. and it was very rewarding to me because what I you met, waiting for? I met a lot of there go. good people. Aww. Loving you is it because you're beautiful. Now, Greg, uh, we visited that workplace a couple of times, uh, or, we call, or as we call a corporate visit. <clears throat> what do you think now? Be honest. What's a better word? Trash. Dysfunctional. Garbage. There we go. (laughs) 
I don't care what you guys say, and I don't care if you are saying now that that market has is looks better than before. Gregory was the best market person that you'll ever get, and this is what you guys deserve. You lost a lot of good employees, you mother suckers. I'm just saying. Hey, Thank you down, very much. I'm just saying. Still waiting for others to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess please what, Greg? Leave. <laughs> Ever met the grass someone? is greener on the other side. Oh. <laughs> Ever met? <laughs> oh my god! Have you ever met someone with um, the? Have you ever met someone that was on their lowest point? Yeah, I've met. A, I've known a couple of people, like some of my friends. I've had a friend. One of my closest friends was in a situation, and um, I would just give him the best i wouldn't force him like say hey you need to do this need that i'm like you should you know maybe think about this do Mm -hmm. that i don't think that's a good idea but i know this person you do but uh (laughs) i'm just asking you're not gonna stab me i'm okay go ahead but uh no i think suggesting is a good thing to do instead of saying well you should do you know like forcing people you can't tell people what to do because they're going to do the right. opposite. It's like telling a kid, don't go for the scissors, because they're always going to go for the All scissors. All right, Mom, I won't go for the scissors, but I'll go for the blade. Ah. You know, it's because, I don't know, people just respond to suggestions better than uh, so remember, demands. Remember, suggestions are better than demands. So, But, um, no, yeah, I just remember giving them the best advice I could, and I didn't expect them to listen to me because... Uh, you know, when you're in a moment like that, you don't know who to listen to, which I think that's why I didn't tell anybody really about, about your situation. Yeah, about my, yeah, like mentally what I was going through because I felt like I didn't know not who to trust, but if my mind or if I can make the right decisions. Yeah. But I feel like I made the right decision. You did. But, um, so let me give you a pat on the back. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, I just would give my friend suggestions and I think eventually he, he kind of learned a little. He struggled, but I think eventually he's in a good. He's in a good spot now, better than he was, and I think. What spot is he on? Is he sitting down, <laughs> laying down? He's in. He's in a better spot. Okay. You know, some people. I think it takes them longer to listen or to figure it out. You know, but eventually, if you're going through a bad phase, eventually, it goes away. You just have to learn to look for your opportunities in it. Yeah. I think you have to view it. One day you just have to sit down and see it as, what if I seen someone in the situation? Yeah. Eventually, have it, to, it, it's, it's like a, learning something. If you so if it becomes repetitive, then you eventually understand this is not good. Can you say um, put yourself on put yourself on their position? Can you put, say that in their shoes? Yeah. No, I'm saying if you are in that situation, mm-hmm. then you have to see how it looks from the outside. Yeah. I get you. And it's hard, but. Not that kind of hard. That's ah, <laughs> hard. Oh. But I think uh, I would say. I mean, I don't look at myself as a good person to give advice. You know, I don't like to think that. But um, I think I, don't uh, know about that. I think listening is I a good way you, of you helping do, someone no, too. Because no, because when someone you <laughs> give good. But I'm saying when someone is trying to unload on you, <laughs> unload. You know their problems. Listening. Is helps them enough already because I feel like somebody's there for them. Yeah, they f- they feel the 
Like you mm-hmm. care. Yeah, they feel that you care as long as you're listening. Yeah. And you understand and you just So that's what a therapist is getting paid for, huh? Uh yeah, I guess. Motherfuckers. <laughs> what about you? Well, the lowest point I I felt like um our good friend Christian who passed away was it two years ago? Two yeah, years, about two years ago, yeah. Rest in peace anyway. Um I felt like um I wasn't there to help him, but I witnessed it, right? Yeah. Nobody there's only a certain there's certain people that he had approached for help, but I felt we've established this. I felt we felt like he wasn't approaching the right people. Just saying, being honest. And I felt like um I've seen him struggle. He could have had the right help. But what what did you say that um people were giving him the wrong they weren't giving. I think he was looking for too many suggestions. Yeah, and that's another thing is, uh, I think it's good to keep your circle small. small. Yeah, if you have two friends, that's perfect because so. that's because you know who you can trust. You know, you only need that many people to talk to, and that uh, builds a stronger bond. And if it's a stronger bond, that means. They know you better than most. That's right. And this is, this is how I see it. Look how many hands you have. How many fingers do you have? Mm-hmm. Not like that, but two fingers are very powerful. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you... I've always seen it this way now. The older I got. If you look at your hands, you have how many fingers. That's how many you should have in your circle. Yeah. That's how, Or you can have two hands as well. That's not a lot. Don't include yeah. your feet because, you know... Just saying. So, going back to this whole uh, Christian incident, I've seen him on his lowest point. He never asked for my help. But I guess, like, laughing was kind of a help for him and joking around. Although, he was on his depression side. I've always felt like, um, oh, this guy just needed attention. That's why he's doing this. But, you know, when I heard that he passed away, like, my goodness, he really did need help. Yeah. And the people that were around him were not helping him at all. So I'm sorry just to say it. I don't know. It's just he never told me about his personal problems. But later on, people were kind of saying stuff what, what he was going through. And Are you following me here yeah. so far? It's just you wish you could have done something, but it's too late now. What the, what the hell was that? That was on one way to end a show, huh? No, I think, uh, you know, some people just... They get stuck for too long. Yeah. And it's it's understandable why, you know, some people just can't get out of it. But I think uh, you really have to secure that that small group of, you know... That's right. Keep your circle small. You know what they said? Oh, wait. That's wrong. I almost said a wrong quote. Um, I think if... Um, just choose the right people to ask or vent. Yeah, and you really have to pay attention to past... Friendships, uh, relationships, right. because uh, that's what moves you forward. I think when you're when you make a new friend, it's like this reminds me of a past, you know, like friend that I didn't care for. Hey, Amen. You know, it doesn't. It's not a mean thing. It's just like oh, this isn't. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work for you. Choose your friends wisely. Not a bad thing. It's just how it is. It's a bad thing. Fuck it. Bad. It's just like this is not something I need in my life. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. you just. And but I mean at the same time, you guys are that, making Greg cry. This that makes yeah. <laughs> what? This is making you emotional. It's all good. 
Well, um, well, was that a, oh, well, well, look at that time. Well, th- thank you very much, Gregory. Uh, get, uh, give you that cut a, me off. I'm oh, just I'm, kidding. I'm, I'm not just cutting kidding. you off. The fuck? Started crying over here. <laughs> 45 minutes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was a, um, a good show. You think that was a good show? It was emotional. It was emotional. Um, there's a, before I end the show, there is a quote that I, I learned from last episode, by the way. It's from Camille Jackson. Oh. I don't chase them. I attract them. Oh, oh that yeah. <laughs> that was great. I I don't know why, but I love that. It's like it's, it almost almost has a it almost has a connection with manifestation, you know what I'm saying? Camille should be a therapist. Yeah. Like she said, she makes I'd people kill comfortable. Myself. I'd kill she myself. Ma- she makes people comfortable. Oh well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the end of the show for today. Um, don't forget to listen and follow and like us on Spot, oh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. <coughs> Excuse me. Ooh, and also, don't forget to follow us on our official Instagram page. Oh my god At Diary of a Mad Jonathan Underscore podcast You know Do me a favor When you go listen to Spotify Yeah Go rate us there I don't oh, even I don't even rate it I uh, <laughs> What kind uh, of friend are you? <laughs> I didn't even know hey, was, hey, 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 I didn't hey. even know There was like a rating um, I didn't know that either System there But anyway So go do that And um, I will Yeah thank you mm-hmm. And you too Whoever you're listening to Yeah you over there In the bathroom You know yeah. what I'm talking about <laughs> You over there Stacking yeah. the milk Yeah <laughs> uh, Thank you again Ladies and gentlemen And um, see you at episode 38 mm-hmm. Thank you And ah uh. Bye <laughs>